Welcome back to Bar Chat Shorts, the miniature version of the Bar Chat podcast, where I look back into our archives and draw upon some of the fantastic conversations I've had with guests over the years. In this particular clip, we're going back to a conversation I had with James Grant, the world-class global champion from a couple of years back. This is one of my favorite conversations, so it's actually quite difficult to pick my favorite clip. Um, but this particular part of the conversation happened right towards the end of the episode. And it was when we were talking about highly localized classic cocktails, that being drinks that seem to come up out of nowhere in a very small region geographically and never quite graduate beyond it. And we were both quite interested in this uh, particular phenomenon. So uh, enjoy. I think it's, it's either a Midwest old fashioned or a Milwaukee old fashioned, but it's in a very specific area of the United States. And so if I get this wrong, please forgive me like American bartenders, but it's uh, American brandy as a base, uh, muddled cherry, uh, muddled orange slice, and like a splash of Sprite as a sweetener, and then like stirred okay. down over ice. And it's like when you're in this area, like that's an old fashioned. Like if you order an old fashioned, so that's like, what you get. It's like halfway between brandy and lemonade, which is what some of my friends used to drink in nightclubs and an old fashioned. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. I know that Jim Meehan did like a kind of elevated version of it for one of his, uh, one of his bars, uh, Prairie school when he opened that, um, a few years ago, but, uh, yeah, just kind of a funny little regional version of a drink. I think um, there's obviously drinks that certain bars become famous for. You know, you're like, right, you've, you know, you've got to drink the sidecar at Harry's and all this sort of thing. And, um, you know, we, most classic cocktails can be kind of attributed to a bar. But what you're talking about there that's unusual is when it goes beyond just one bar and becomes, like you say, amongst all the bars in the community. So it sort of becomes shared rather than belonging to that one yeah. venue. That's kind of similar to like, I think what happens with a lot of Dick Bradsell's cocktails. You know, those are, yeah. those are London cocktails now. That's true. But yeah, the, the, yeah, it's certainly all over the UK. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's sort of, what does it take for the drink to become big enough to go from, to sort of leapfrog from one bar to let's say a dozen bars, but not so big that it goes to all the bars in the country or all over the world, you know, there's obviously it needs to there's, stay a, there's right an escape a... velocity there that doesn't quite meet, you know, and uh, that's, it's, it's, but it's fun. It's cute, right? That this sort of like becomes that drink of that region or city or whatever. Yeah. Which I think is like, I think there's something so charming about that. Thanks for listening to this edition of Bar Chat Shorts. If you liked what you heard, do remember to go and check out the full-length episodes, which are available now to stream through your favorite podcast platform. And if you haven't already, make sure you become a Diageo Bar Academy member. It's free. Head over to diageobaracademy.com for the latest industry news, events, and inspiration. And subscribe to get it emailed to you. (laughs) 